0: <laughs> it's, you know, it, uh, uh, <laughs> you can imagine such a such an exchange. Yes, yes. Dennis, my my man has a, a man, has a has a happy hour to you this evening. Ooh, glad to be here. It's been a busy week. I've done some homework, but not
1: all. Well, let's tell me what you've done. That's the only thing worth talking about.
0: I'll Dope. and yes. I've done scenes from from a marriage. Okay. And I've that's done the all bodies can't be saints or some whatever that movie oh, was. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's funny. I, I just finished that. And I did some extracurricular work that is a series that you haven't seen but is super popular at the moment called Squid Game. Have you heard anyone talking about Squid Game? I have heard about Squid Game, yeah. So we can okay. talk about that too. So okay. where would you like to start? Do you want to talk about some bars that you've been to? Oh, 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 oh. So I went I went fishing in huh. Michigan you, after I got back. Fishing?
1: and i went to the muskegon river i think i told you i was gonna do Yes. This. and found where i wanted to go and saw some fish hooked into a nice fish and played him a while and they got away but one of the reasons that i was okay with the fact that when i got out of the river i had a 26 minute drive to my hotel was uh-huh. two reasons one was it was highly recommended as particularly clean and really nice and so and nice. It, it was 140 bucks which up north it's that's 50 more than I planned on paying, but I don't, I didn't care. It was a good recommendation. When Look, I checked out. With it,
0: all the money we're getting in from patreon.com slash happy hour. I thought about
1: the podcast when I was there. So it's deductible.
0: You can take it'll it off the petty
1: cash. Uh, it'll be, yeah. It'll, yeah. Be my, uh, it'll be in my, it'll be in my little monthly little report. Yes. Yes. But before I accepted the hotel, cause I had another option and I just Googled bars in mm-hmm. Fremont, Michigan, and it came up. And because of this bar, just looking at the name of it, I decided to keep the hotel room. And, of course, when I got done fishing, I didn't go to the
0: hotel room. Why would you? When you're all filthy and dirty. Right. Why would you go to to have a shower first? I wasn't filthy or dirty. One would go straight to the bar. I only... Smelling of mud and fish.
1: One would anyway, but as it so happens, I wasn't dirty or smelly. i only caught one fish and I never touched it. It got away. So I had nothing on me but clear, fresh water from the river. But anyway. Okay. Okay. The, the name of the bar, and I bought the t-shirts, was The Blind Squirrel. Great and, name. Uh, yes. And what's funny about the logo, which you'll have a picture of it in the show notes, is that it literally shows a blind school, squirrel with dark shade glasses and a, and a white cane. And, and it's just so unawoke. And I, I don't know how long it will be before somebody says, you can't do that. You're making fun of blind people or whatever. Did you find it?
0: There's a lot of images that come up for Blind Squirrel. In fact, no. there's a Blind Squirrel Entertainment. This is Blind in, Squirrel Bar in Fremont, Michigan. If you want to there's see, there's a video. Them. There's a video game developer called Blind Squirrel Entertainment. So wow. that's wild. Let's see, Fremont, Michigan. Blind Squirrel Tavern.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I went there and I uh, had an excellent yes. salad with a big slice of grilled salmon on it, of course. And uh, the next day, two days later the day to put the race car away for the winter, the Mercedes. The day to put the race car away. The sports car, not exactly a race car. And I uh, drove on a gorgeous, cool fall day, bright, sunny day, drove the hour to DeWojac, Michigan, which in and of itself is worth talking about, which sits on the DeWojac River, Uh, which I went to fish for, for brown trout. And uh, it's an Indian name that I think means uh, something. And uh, so I, my wife was going to delay to pick me up from dropping off the car. So I uh, went to the local tavern, which is called the Wounded Minnow Saloon. Huh. And I'll you'll see pictures of this as well and, and the T-shirts, which include one of their logo, which is a, a salmon with his tail bent and in his tail is a drink and his head, of course, in a circle almost. With his teethy mouth open, is chugging down the drink. So okay. I thought both of those names were interesting. I, I thought I wonder how many bars are actually named after injured or maligned animals? Because here's two, interesting. two in a row, or two in a row. Yeah, the, the the broken kangaroo. We should think of something that would be right. the broken kangaroo. The Don't even look. Very good. The shy elk.
0: The lame duck. That's literally
1: the, uh, the the sprained pig. Sprained pig. Well, let's see. The uh, the constipated pig. No. No. That one is self food. Um, no. It's, uh, the uh, greedy pig. The and long, the, the the long legged g- long-legged pig. Okay. Mm, and the logo is a pig that's got legs like fucking like a moose. Not moose legs,
0: but, but I, are yeah. the same pro- proportion as a moose. I got think? it. I got it. Oh, uh, okay. It's That's the it, winner. Oh, I'm glad you agree. I didn't say it was a winner. I said I understood. The nonsense you were saying, but it's the the two-legged donkey or something.
1: I don't know. That would be describing your, one of your girlfriends in high school, I right. would think. But yes. She, we
0: don't, she was cute. I had to... Huh? I had Her name was Charlene. Charlene. She used yeah. to say. Yes. Okay. Those are interesting stories. That's nice. That you, well, there's not much stories, those actually. Blind but, squirrel. And the other... Oh, uh, what would be really know? sad is a deaf bat. But that's true no they're blind but deaf would be really hard on a bat oh because they use neck think... location
1: oh how about the echoing bat how about the how about the, how, the horse hey, bat bat soup <laughs> huh and you'd serve it hey the horse horse
0: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah anyway
1: the, the horse horse and the logo is the horse horse of course Exclamation point. right? Or right. the lame lamb? Hmm. Anyway, well, the uh, where, lamb. The what? The sheared lamb. Sheared. The sheared sheep. The sheared sheep. Yeah. The caged lamb. No. <laughs> okay, this is getting it's, dark. The uh, sequestered like, lamb. The lamb is in the other room. Don't make a fucking sound.
0: Tavern. If a baby goat fell asleep, it would be a kidnap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kidnap. Yes, a little, little play on words there. You are, you are <laughs> know. on fire. You are, no, I'm not. You are I'm on fire tonight. So you will, so cold. You will, you will, you will bring them in droves. Hey, he's really on tonight.
0: Come on and listen, everybody. Yeah, the whole family. Everybody tune in. Around, in. Yeah. yeah,
1: gathers around the family computer.
0: So, should we talk about our content consumption? The so. Last time we recorded, my parents were about to leave. They left the morning after we recorded, and they survived their way home, which is great. It took about twenty four hours to get home, which is twenty four hour journey is would kill a 20 year old. It's a hard for the older folk, but they survived it Good, Good. <clears throat> So I watched the end of scenes from a marriage. Oh boy. and man. On the last episode, I was so disappointed that they didn't do the behind-the-scenes intro be- that they normally do. I was like, this is the, this is the, the last one, and they didn't do the behind-the-scenes intro because they were yes. setting up the behind-the-scenes outro, which uh, yes. was fantastic and perfect, and I would not have changed the thing. But, yeah, it, it was... So, like, they skipped forward, like, two years or whatever for the final. Three years. Three years, actually. Yeah, And it... I was surprised about the ending. So, my... The main thing that stuck out to me about it was that they used a plot device that I had already seen. Are you familiar with a TV show called, um, uh, hold on. Thank God. Thank God for editing. There's a TV show called uh, master of none. No. Do you know parks and recreation?
1: Have you yes. seen any of that?
0: So you're familiar with Aziz Ansari, the Indian character there. You mean the Indian actor? Yes. Or the Indian character. I think he's
1: both. The name matters. It's not, it's the name of the actor or the character. He's pretty freaking
0: Indian. I don't think he's going to be playing British. Or... All I'm, I'm suggesting is that if that's his real name, it's not his name in the show. No, his real name is Aziz Sorry, yes, played... I've seen,
1: doesn't he do stand-up and doesn't he do yes. some other
0: movies? He has done stand-up in other movies, but, yeah. but his own. Net, his character in Parks and Rec was Tom Haverford, but he went out and did his own Netflix series called Master of None. Oh, and okay. And it was very different the first two seasons were quite where like he's pushing the boundaries of what television is but then i think on the third season he did uh, see now i'm confusing which season is which on one season he did everything in black and white but like black and white and and four by three like the old television yeah. dimensions which was super weird and strange and it was an artistic decision or whatever but anyway and in his final season of that where he doesn't Maybe he shows up once, but it's mostly about this this lesbian couple who gets a divorce, and but in the in that series, which aired at least a year ago, I guess it says 2021, but it feels like longer. They do this thing where the divorced couple gets together, and they rent the Airbnb of their huh. former home. How odd is that? And I was like, whoa! Like how. Like, maybe these two things were decided uh, independently of each other, but...
1: But Ingmar Bergman did the first acting on this decades ago. Okay,
0: but I'm pretty sure they did an Airbnb.
1: Oh, I wonder how... Yeah, you're right, but I wonder how... Yeah,
0: we haven't seen that that series. Presumably they... Maybe they rented the old place, or I I don't know. Yeah, Or or maybe they just totally did a different thing, because we don't really know. But it was interesting to me to see two different series use this same plot device of, we are separated... But we're we still love each other, and hey, why don't we spend a weekend, uh, like close to making out in our old uh, house? They had been having an affair for ever right. since his father's funeral. But yeah. So anyway, this, and then the whole idea of, and I think that was also in Master of None, they were having an affair as well with the with their old spouse. But it was an interesting idea that this is a thing that's. Probably many couples have gone through of being separated, but also when you get lonely, when you're separated to coming back together briefly, but knowing that you can't stay together, but at least being physically together.
1: I wonder about that. I wonder how common that is. I wouldn't I want to know how common it was. I wouldn't say it's, I don't know. It's good. It's an interesting question. I don't know. how
0: common it is. I don't know. It's super plausible, like putting yourself in those, in that position. It seems awfully possible, but yeah, but again.
1: And so what else struck you about the, the, or the series all in general? The the acting was pretty impeccable. It was basically a two-person show.
0: Um, yeah, it was, it was a play. It's one of these movies, one of these shows that is basically a stage play. And the fact that they really highlighted the fact that they were on a stage. Yeah. Really. I wonder if that's kind of tied to the original. Yeah, we need to watch the original. That's uh, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it was, I think the, the second from the last episode was so much more powerful than the finale. The finale was almost a bit of a letdown from the standpoint of, it took a very gentle turn and a very quiet turn. And it had grown in tumult to the point where it was physical. And that's how the second from the last episode ended. So to pick up from there, three years later, and here they're having an affair, The in the story of how, obviously, it unfolded at his father's cedar was, I don't know, it wasn't enough for me. I wish they would have acted through that. I, I wish that's how the client would have started, to include that. But the, at, at the end of the day, it was such a deliberate finale to looking at each of their individual characters and less about their relationship. So that his holier than thou, trying to hold himself up for some ideals is over. Right. He said, I'm overthinking somehow that I'm morally superior. I'm not. And frankly, I don't care. <laughs> and she said that she just doesn't want to be married to anybody. It's the long and short of it, of course. But I forget but, uh, how,
0: her, how did her lover dump her? He was just like, this is enough or whatever.
1: No, he, he called and left a message for John that said was that his same john
0: the oscar isaac character yeah <laughs> not john uh yeah jonathan, jonathan. yeah jonathan. jonathan and he left
1: him a message he said look i'm at the airport all this arguing all this stuff this isn't for me so she's still your wife you're legally married so look don't think that i care what's going to happen and that oh. found her out that found her out because she had gone there and finally only said something to him about her lover being gone was when she was trying to convince him to move to London. She said, what if... What we we all Pony. moved as a family. What if yep. Polly was out of the picture? And he's, this is such bullshit. Acting, what if that happened when, listen, I got this message from you. you guys are done. You knew it when you came in here. So what is this bullshit? And then her, that was the same time, I think, when... Where, how was that juxtaposition to when they
0: had sex on the floor? Around the time, yeah. Wasn't that the same... After, I think, was when... He yeah, called.
1: but anyway, she she ended up to be
0: quite the quite the character. <laughs> yeah, they they both were just the epitome of a uh, of good acting, basically. It was a. Uh,
1: it was so odd to see him in the interviews after the episodes without his beard.
0: <laughs> so odd. I, I don't have that uh, feature on my HBO, but I've. Yeah, it, he uh, he's a good-looking dude with a beard. Gotta say,
1: he's in Dune too. He plays the father of the lead character who's played by uh, Timothy Chalamet, is that his name? Okay. Uh, Did you see the first Dune movie? The one that came out just recently? No, no, the first one. I've heard it's it's the weirdest fucking movie. It's one of the worst movies ever made. It's worth watching the first 15 minutes of it (laughs) because it's so bad. It's so bad. It's one of those that it's so bad that it's good to see Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I know what else you did for your homework.
0: You saw Ain't Them Body Saints. I just finished watching that 15 minutes before we started recording and it first of all casey affleck is by a thousand percent the best affleck he's so good and the the female protagonist was i didn't realize this she was also the protagonist in girl with the dragon tattoo have you seen those movies yes she wait a minute now i know uh, wait a minute now
1: um not in the Swedish one. It's, all... a, it's, it's a Swedish book, and it yes. was translated in the first mo- the movie I saw. The girl with the with, dragon all, the, tattoo.
0: with all the crazy shit on her, like uh... yeah, that's
1: that, that that that's not the same
0: actress as this. The actress, the actress, no actress, Elizabeth. Okay, no, that is a woman named Elizabeth Solander. And uh,
1: Elizabeth Solander was also in the Sherlock Holmes movie uh... with what's his ass, Mister Doolittle, Blink jeez i'm bad
0: Hold on, I'm... iron man yeah downey jr yes what's his first name Downey? hugh no <laughs> robert, robert Ro- rooney mara is the actress in yes anybody saints but it says i swear she uh no she was in the girl with the dragon tattoo she was yes. not the protagonist yes in fact she might have played probably one of the uh, mur- murder victims or something
1: or no, yeah, I, yeah. I, she was familiar, of course. She, uh, she's also
0: no. She played Elizabeth Slender. This is her. She was the. Uh, she was the woman. In, in an American version, must be no. This, so do something for me. In the 2011 Girl with a Dragon Tattoo with with Daniel Craig.
1: That was the American version of it. Yeah. Okay, I didn't see that. I saw the Swedish in the okay. Swedish movie. La-di-da. do. me a favor. Google, yes. Google Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Sherlock Sherlock Holmes with, with Robert Downey Jr. Yes. And. Find the woman who played the gypsy. Okay? Yes. Find the woman that played the gypsy in one of those movies and tell me her name, because that's the woman who played the, the tattooed character, the punk character in the version I saw.
0: Gypsy is not. Maybe it, they did a couple of Sherlock Holmes. Uh-huh. James, what else was she in? Kelly Riley? No. Yeah, so anyway, but the really how many dragon tattoo movies are there how many versions no at least two
1: there i don't think there
0: are though
1: all right daniel craig wasn't in the one i saw
0: it was it was cut in sweden i know the book is swedish and that's one of these famous stories where the author died before any of his stuff was released and they found it all in one book
1: there's one book they divided it
0: up. Anyway, I've seen the, the Daniel Craig
1: one. So back, back to anyway. Them, Ain't Them Bodies Saints. What are we titled, first of all? The whole thing was quirky. Was quirky. Was was slices and scenes that were juxtaposed. And they were very artistically graphic. Yes. One scene and then it ended, then another scene. And the framing and the, the content. And of course, just absolutely held down by tremendous acting by everybody who's in it, including Ben Foster, who I thought did the best understated job he's ever done. He's been in some stuff that he's a bit over the top, but it was, I I liked it a lot. The critics, by the way, did not, did not treat it well. I was surprised. I was surprised. It was his inaugural directorial event. And there was like, yeah, interesting. Keep trying. It was like, he tried to achieve a, a feeling of meaningful, something or other, but never really achieved it, and I'm not sure, I was like, I'm not sure what his point was, and I said, like, what the fuck, what do you mean what his point was? It was a study of a series of events, and a couple of characters were in the events, and it was, that was it. What What do you mean goals? I don't know.
0: I don't yeah, know. I, I, it was, I... I, I certainly enjoyed it. it the, the character that most stuck out to me were the night, the southern night sound, the Whenever there's a scene at night, the just the the sound of the of the bugs and shit that are around in the south that really made me feel like, oh yes, this is the south that I know. The right. it made me feel at home with the with the the bugs. that are going. Roo, 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 roo. And and, where was it again? In uh, it was supposed was, to be Texas. Oh, Texas. <laughs> <clears throat> but it and their southern accents were pretty okay. But it was, and the, I don't know. It something about it made me feel at home the screen doors and just the details of what southern living is like made it seem real to me yeah. in a way that like if i showed this to my family they would not have, they would not pick up on any of those little triggers but yeah as a as an ex- southerner what
1: about the what about the guy who played the store owner who i guess i never quite understood his relationship with Casey Affleck's character. what I understood was that he cared for the woman. And I feel terrible that I can't remember any of the characters' Ruth. names. Ruth. And what was his name? Bob in the movie, Casey's name. Case, Bob and Ruth. But I never I so I understood that he was watching out for her and was a single mom and but I never quite understood their prior relationship. Except they must have just lived in the same town and they knew each other or what? I mean, was
0: there something more to that? I think it's a small town scenario for sure.
1: But he showed up at the grocery store and he had no fear that he was going to get turned in. So obviously he was close with the guy, but why did he go there? Why did he go see him? He was looking for his girlfriend and he must've known that she was in one of his houses. Maybe he didn't know which one.
0: Yeah. I'm not, uh,
1: I don't know. Uh, and when you saw the shootout scenes, when he was shot so bad, right. Could you see those or was your screen dark
0: that it was really hard to see anything at all? Yes. That was 45 minutes ago. I recall luckily. And it, yeah, it was super dark, but i got a particularly good and I don't know. I I could see it wasn't clear who the bad guy was and it wasn't supposed to be like, we didn't know who was shooting at him and he didn't know which. And were they bounty hunters? Ultimately, I think that was left unknown that he uh, but no other explanation. But yeah, and, and he went up to the guy when he got when he was able to stand up and got the better of him and and said, "Who the hell are you, and why are you trying to kill me?" Uh-huh. And the other guy could just say, "You're gonna shoot me or not?" And he chose not to and drove off to let him die and you know, bleed so that, out. And that's where we saw, as you as you foretold, Rami Malek appeared as uh, the yes. as this totally incidental character named Will that drove him a couple miles. Yeah, but that was fun seeing him.
1: And he did a nice job. Hey. Did a nice job, and the it was a it was a sad ending, totally predictable.
0: True, the whole like seeing your child for more or less the first time, or your child seeing you more or less for the first time as you are dying is Crazy. dark, but
1: dark. So goes. I just sent you. You did a connection to Wakefield. We're sticking with Australia, are we, mate? I'm hooked. I was hooked after the first episode. I was hooked. I'll watch it till the end. It it's just one of those.
0: I have a uh, I have another HBO show that I need that we need to watch, but I need to put in a couple more hours to make sure that it's worthy. But there's one called Yes, I'll go ahead and tell you. It's called White Lotus. Oh, yeah, it's awful. You've seen a little bit of it? Until I wanted to throw up and I'll never watch another bit of
1: it. Okay. It's terrible. How many did you, did you see though? I but barely get through the first one. Okay.
0: And then I jumped I've, in. I jumped in for a subsequent one for a little while. It was terrible. I've heard that it's that, that yes, your initial reaction of rich white people complaining. No, is, it was bad acting. It's correct. It was uh, bad okay. acting. Okay. Anyway, I've had at least one recommendation to check that out further. But yeah, I've seen the first episode. And, uh, and what did you think? Meh. I was yeah, like, right. okay.
1: Look, after the first episode, you're either convinced you're going to watch the whole thing or not. There's no gray area unless you're just bored of shit and you watch mediocre shit. You, what you got left to catch up to is billions. And also, did you ever get caught up with succession?
0: that's back yes that is back and and i was gonna bring that up that i'm caught up all my friends are all excited about uh, that coming back i for sure i watched the whole first season and i think i watched most of the second season but i can't be sure that i've finished the second season but i agree that's again that's a rich white people complaining show but it's uh there's an appropriate amount of nuance there that makes it interesting. The characters
1: are, the characters. One, thing, are one thing. The actors who play the characters, yet another, of course. And Kieran uh, McCulkin yes. plays one of the oddest characters in television history, as far as I'm concerned, in the series. He is so strange, but he is 100% authentic. I mean, it's... I, how he makes that character credible is beyond me. And, and of course, so he's, like actor.
0: The, he's like the Casey Affleck of his of brother's his family. Yeah. Well, is there just two of them? I don't know, but his brother he's is the most famous. Well, I yeah. don't, no, he's not anymore.
1: No, he's was, not. was Carian is now. Yeah. This right. is a hugely, hugely successful series. But anyway, so the billions, you've got to see the finality, but you weren't caught up with that. And, to me, it always was always about Damien Lewis. And so this final episode, I think he's at had, had some of his best. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm queuing up American Rust. I'm only two episodes in, and there are like seven, and there's another one coming out soon. I think yeah. it's done yet. But no, it's not done. I saw the third from the final last night. So I that's my homework for for next time. But what I got to sidetracked watching Squid Game, which first of all, just from your Cultural hearsay. I'm curious what you think Squid Game is about.
1: I, I gotta tell you that the only thing I, I've heard is I've heard the term Squid Game, and I know nothing else about. It. I just heard the name, and okay. I thought I wonder what that is. So I have no guess. I have no. I don't. I have no reason to have any type of an opinion about. it.
0: Okay. And I don't. My mind's a so blank. It's on Netflix, which for some reason you still don't have, and it's uh, it's from South Korea. It was made in South Korea. It's South Korean. They're all speaking Korean, but Netflix has both subtitles and overdubbed audio if you choose to do it. And are you familiar with Hunger Games? Did you read yes. or see if, did read, you read those? Read,
1: read them all and saw them all.
0: Okay. So it's basically they. Someone goes around finding the most just out of luck, in-debt people in society. And they offer them, Hey, come play six games. If you win all six games, you can take away dollars. We'll say it's $10 million or something like that. So, I haven't done the math on, on what it is, but that's more or less what we're talking about. So there are there are all these people that are like $20,000, $50,000 in debt, and they have their mobster people coming to try and collect their debt and trying to break their fingers and blah, blah, blah. That sort of uh, situation, like right. that sort of life expectancy, like what your life could be like. And so this organization comes and finds these people and says, look, if you would come and play these children's playground games you can potentially win all this money if you lose they don't tell them this at first if you lose you we will kill you oh my god and, and so they don't the, tell hey, them that at first hence the game. so like an important detail but so the first the first game that they play where they don't really understand what the stakes really are is red light green light where you're allowed to you're allowed to to go towards some line when when the person looking is, is says Green light, and then when they turn around and say red light, if they catch you moving, then what the players don't know is that as soon as that happens, like there's a sniper who takes them out, and so they realize this. Okay, but right, so exactly when you're watching this, you're like, holy fuck, what is going on here? And slowly the characters realize, okay, this is really fucked up, and we don't want to do this. We want to leave, but then they like they the organizers of the whole situation allow. Or if a majority of the players vote to leave, then the games are suspended and you can all go back home. And I guess episode two is this thing where they are, where they all vote and they all vote and it's, it comes really close, but they, but they vote to leave. And so they all leave and they are go, oh, they go okay. back home. I'm surprised to hear that. I know. That I was very surprised by that turn. Because by I thought, then do they know if they lose, they die? Yes, exactly. By then oh, they know well. that those, if they lose, they die. And so they all go back to their shitty lives. And then almost all of them come back because they realize my life is shit out here. Right. It can't, like, it's going to be, I'm going to die in there probably. I'm going to die out here. So why not at least right. take a chance? Give it and, a shot. And so it's all this bizarre, voluntary sort of Hunger Games uh, scenario. And they play all these children's games where, you know, like they're playing marbles and whoever loses marbles gets a bullet to the head. And these are
1: all Korean actors. Oh, yeah. it's, all, it's all Korean.
0: Set, all Korean. All Korean. And, and do you watch
1: the 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 sub- version or the
0: I watched the overdubbed as well as the subtitle version, which was interesting because they don't always match. The it's just a little bit easier on the brain to to hear what's being said, but but they the subtitles try and like in, in the, the subtitles they say. Oh damn! And in the in the overdub they say, oh fuck. The subtitles are from the script, and the overdub is as well.
1: But it- no, the overdub is from what they actually filmed, and if the actors did any ad libbing or would say oh fuck instead of oh darn, then no. But I was- think it's
0: I think the when they said a thing where their mouth moved more damn than fuck, I think the subtitles chose damn, and I think the, the overdub chose fuck because they didn't give talk About what about it care. Matching, about matching the mouth movements because again it's a it's a totally different language but it was and this happens sometimes with with Spanish because here we get a bunch of stuff overdubbed in in Spanish and they English stuff overdubbed in Spanish and oftentimes they they will use the same term they will say the same thing but in other words which I find interesting like they couldn't just use the same words but yeah anyway yeah. It, it was. I, after watching three episodes, I couldn't watch anything else until I had finished it. because oh, really? I was so it, fucking pulled three, in.
1: Three out of three or three out of seven or...
0: Nine, I think. Oh, wow. that's a game, huh? But okay. like, well, I couldn't... I found myself... Unlike many TV shows, I found myself thinking about the characters and the scenarios while I wasn't like just in, in my daily life when I it, when it wasn't... Intending to think about that series, but it so got into my my brain in a way that because this whole concept of play these children games or we kill you, and then there's all this forming of teams and alliances and stuff between the different players. How many how many uh, players are out there at once? Okay, so oh, the, A game they, consists of how many people? They started with four hundred and fifty six. What? Because they're all numbered, and they the the protagonist is the last one to be chosen and he's 456. And, but like in the first game, like 200 of them are killed because they, they fucking freak out as you would rather than follow the instructions to, to run towards the goal. When they say green light, a lot of people were just like, Oh my God, I'm they're shooting us. I'm out of here running, trying to find a door and just getting a But, and again, it's this, in the way I just, I described, remember I, I talked to you about a TV show a that was in, that involved like comic book uh, nerds, and all the violence was headshot violence. So there's not a lot of suffering. It's just someone gets a bullet to the head and they fall down. It's it's stormtrooper violence. Uh-huh. Like with stormtroopers, they get shot once and they fall down, and you don't have to worry about teaching your five year old that this is actually that person probably had a family and none these, there's oh. a widow involved. It's none of this. It's just, it, so it's, there's no writhing on the ground, breathing your last breath sort of stuff. It's just, you get shot and you're down. And that sort of violence, which is for kids. I think they can understand yeah. that. I wouldn't mind if my kids watch this particular show, but it, uh, it's pretty fucked up in the whole, just in a way that in our normal lives, Our decisions aren't all about sitting down with someone and talking and understanding that one of us is going to die today and the other one might not. Right. So, as thankfully, this podcast is not built on that premise.
1: (laughs) If it were, you would have a reason to be nervous.
0: Podcasting. Yes. Deathcast.
1: Deathcast.
0: Yeah, that's what I've been consuming.
1: And I let's see, what have I got in stock for? Oh, I've got the second episode of Wakefield this evening. Yes. Which is a lot of fun. And besides that, I'm active with succession, caught up. And of course, American Rust, only two left. And I've got to say that American Rust started out good and is now great. All right. Yeah.
0: That's my that's yeah. my plan for the rest of the week.
1: Yeah. You've got plenty to do. So the weather here is very fallish. It's 50-ish. It rained for a couple of days. When I was up north on my fishing trip, the colors were changing. So I saw the beautiful Michigan fall uh, colors on the river. I should send you some pictures of, of you should. The, the Muskegon River Muskegon. that I fished. I, we won't see lots of fish in the pictures, but you'll see the beauty of the river. My my phone does a particularly
0: good job with pictures, I
1: think. But I right,
0: was... They come out at like 16 megabytes. So yeah, good very, job, phone.
1: Very uh, pixel heavy, I would imagine, correct? Mm. Lots of pixels. Oh man, I am using my monitor.
0: You have a monitor? Yeah. Ah, yes. Remember? Yes, here. Let's check it. What's your
1: sugar level. 133. Okay. Sugar daddy. That'll change. That'll change as I drink my second beer. <laughs> Blood sugar level. We Have we ever talked about Allegheny State Park and my family trips there in Pennsylvania, New York, upstate New York area, western New York?
0: If we did, I don't forget about it. We're oh. running
1: a bunch of cabins. We're running seven cabins, each cabin with a family of family members. Family and, uh, members. Yeah, <laughs> so okay. my daughter and her husband and their kids, yes. in one. My daughter and her fiance in another one. so two of my brothers are coming as well. Each of them renting a, a cabin, and so it'll be it'll be quite fun.
0: When is when is, this, when is this happening? Fourth of July. Okay, so that I, next week. And I did
1: book I did book a trip to Oh Johnny Walker Red, uh huh. I had I had some of that. That's what I had. know I ended up drinking. Then Johnny Walker wrote. Johnny Walker yeah. Black is what I had in front of me the other day. Yeah. Well, I ended up going with a beer instead. So Allegheny and Plus, we are going to Topsail, North Carolina. We are going to Topsail for my birthday. Just nice. four of us. I don't know if you remember somebody called D.C., Dennis, back in the day. Vaguely. Okay. Danny's friend from Eastern. Where did he go to school? E.C. Eastern Carolina. Oh, okay. ECU, Eastern Carolina University. Or okay. Wilmington, I think. Uh, in Wilmington, that's where that is. Okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so just a, yeah. just a weekend on the beach. I nice. don't plan on taking golf clubs. I don't plan on, I don't plan on taking fishing stuff. I don't plan on doing anything. It's just a long weekend. The parks. With only four guys, none of whom are musicians except for me. If you can call a harmonica player a musician. The so that will be a lot of that. I
0: think you're going to be there be, drinking. Yeah,
1: and there's not enough to play cards. You can play four-card poker. Left, right, center. Left, right, center. Was that the and thing you played? Yeah. What, what was that crazy? You got three, three dice. One. Yeah. Hand, uh, and and on the dice, each side of the dice has either an L for left, yeah, R yeah. for right, a C for center, or a dot. When you roll three dice, you start out with three quarters in front of you, and you get three dice because you have three quarters. That... You throw the dice, and then you do what the dice tell you. So... If the dice come up LR dot, you slide a quarter to the left, you slide a quarter to the right, and a dot is neutral. So you, you keep it yeah. one. You keep going around and around. Suddenly, someone rolls a C, which means center. So instead of giving the quarter to somebody, they put it in the center. The person yeah. who has the only person left with quarters, besides, of course, what's in the center, wins the game. And so as you can sit there with no quarters because you've given them away, and if you don't have any quarters, you don't get to roll. If you've given away two quarters, you only have one quarter for you, you only
0: roll one dot. I remember there was a lot of, there was a lot of, oh, I can't roll. But then the next person rolls and they give you a quarter and then the next turn you can.
1: Yes. And then you give it back to them or suddenly you don't have any. The guy in the left of you rolls three R's. Then you have three. Right. You roll three dots. And the guy on the other side of you rolls three L's. And suddenly yeah. you have six quarters in front of you in
0: the span of three rolls. I feel like we took a lot of money from Jeff on this game. Yeah, That's I generally I do
1: pretty well. We played in the Salmon River trip. But Okay,
0: okay, hold on. I generally do pretty well. This is a chance game. There's no, no I'm just telling you, I generally challenge. do pretty well. I'm about okay. to tell you a,
1: an anecdote, if you will, where Fine, at, salmon, at, the, <laughs> away. at the Salmon River trip, nobody really wanted to play poker. They won't play cards with me anymore because I went to, okay. and so they would play this because I said, there's no, skill. it's just, so we each had three bucks out. We'd play with dollar bills and a quarters. So there were uh, four of us. And uh, so you know it was a twelve dollar pot, or a sixty, or yeah, twelve dollar pot. And I won five out of six. I lost the first two, then I lost, then I won the next five out of six. So I ended up with a stack of dollar bills. Oh God, it was, and that would, and it gets so crazy when oh you're rolling oh yeah it's then, it's fun because it's anything can happen. It's loud. it's loud. Yeah. And so what what happened to me several times out of the five times that I won was that when it got to a certain point. I yelled to the guy who was rolling, Rolla R, because I was to his right, Rolla R to C, R C, R, C, R, C. And he would do it and I would win. And that's probably an unusual that you're cheering for you to win. And of course, if you do win, that must be what happened. But it for them, it got so old because I was predicting what would happen so frequently at the end of the game that they were pissed. They were pissed. I couldn't believe it. They almost won. They almost won. Oh, and of course, Double Joy, because it's my brothers.
0: Yeah. Two of them anyway. Two too of them anyway. He's like a time-traveling gambler. Just saying. Yeah. Nah. Well, nah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a lot of fun, that that game. But again, just like...
1: So there's another one, too, that we played called The Captain and His Crew. <laughs> you have five dice. They're just regular dice. One through six dots on each side. Uh-huh. And yeah. uh, you roll them and in order to for the captain of the ship to create a crew you first have to have a captain so everybody gets up to three rolls of the dice and you cannot keep any of the dice on the board until you get a six because the six is the captain right and then in order to get the crew the first mate is the five so until you get a five a four doesn't count sure and the six five four is the captain and the top crew. And then the last three dice you count or the last two dice, I'm sorry, you count. So you roll, let's say you roll the first time and you roll a six, a five and a four. You got the captain and his crew all set. The two dice left add up to seven, four to three. You did it in one roll. Okay. You give the dice, the five dice to the next guy. And you say seven in one. And the guy rolls the dice. He too rolls a six, a five, a four, but a three and a two. He did five and one. He loses. Next guy. Next okay. guy. Next guy. The, because it's only one roll. One guy rolls the six, the five, the four, and two sixes. Can't get any better than that. It's perfect. He wins the money. Now, if you've got seven or eight guys and each guy puts in a dollar in the ante, right? Yeah. You're playing for some money here. So that's called Captain's mm. Purpose. Conversely, let's say that I roll the dice and I get five, four, three, six, or five, four, three, five, five, five. Uh-huh. Nothing counts. Why? Do
0: you don't have a six. don't have a six.
1: And you got to go six. If you roll a five and a four at the same time, obviously with a six, then you've got to go. But that's a lot of fun too, but not as much fun as left, right, side.
0: Yeah. It's, I'm fascinated by all the different dice games that humans can come up with across the world. Like Oh, God. They've, like, they've found dice from 5,000 years ago. Where they were literally cubic dice with one, two, three, four, five, six on them, right? And they were all playing a different game. They had made up their own game. And here in Spain, there's at the local bar, there's a dice game where they play and they roll three dice and they have their rules as arbitrary as those that you just described, and and they it's just a fun game of chance. Well, I, I gotta uh, I gotta I gotta show you something here because I just opened my drawer.
1: And uh, I want to show you two things and I'll send you a picture for the show notes. But first is this. First is this. Up and do. Okay. Hey, I know this is exciting stuff in the audio world.
0: Okay. See <laughs> it. All right. There's and there's this. LRC. Left, right, center. And there's a big stack of dollars that you won. Big roll. And I, or, like roll I like to roll them up like a big old cigar. That's yeah. That's too fat
1: to. Sniff a line with. Yes. So anyway, sound effects for the audio. Oh yeah. Six. Oh, look what I rolled. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Six five four six. First roll. Anyway, that was a lot of fun playing that. It was a lot of fun winning. And and I tried to get everybody to play again. And for some reason they won it. It's ridiculous. Just because I won the prison, I didn't mean I'm gonna win the second time.
0: Humans aren't rational with those things. No, they're not indeed. They're not indeed. But next time, if you could cheat in such a way that you lost the first couple of times then you'd have more hours of play available to you by, by you not cheating and winning. You can't cheat. Well, It's okay. impossible. Okay, you well, throw
1: the dice, they say what they say. How would you cheat? I don't know. That's up to you to figure out. Put some spit on the bottom of the C dice so that you put more in the middle. I don't know. You didn't think that through very well. I didn't. It's... I know this stuff just comes to you on the fly. in this unreal world. I'm reading
0: for my transcript oh. for, for this podcast. <laughs> so I don't know. This is what our producer wrote for us for me to say right my
1: right. a producer doesn't write shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just what she wanted you to say oh what did i see what
1: was the name of the new movie oh my god there's a new wes anderson movie called with of course the cast of characters owen murray norton i
0: think we've talked about Schwartz, this before uh, jason
1: schwartzman just La, it's the name of it is a french publication called yes
0: yes La. and yes
1: and then there's another one called Antler. The director was won the Academy Award for Pan, Guillermo. Uh, so the,
0: hold on, the one you're thinking of is called The French Dispatch.
1: Yes, I saw the making of it last night. And that night. is
0: starring like Benicio del Toro, uh, Tilda Swinton, Francis McDormand.
1: Benicio del Toro plays a guy who is a who is, who is a, a murderer, a serial killer, who when he was young, was known as one of the most gifted artistic prodigies of his era. But as his life turns out, he becomes a serial killer and then is imprisoned for life and is still painting while he's in prison. And he is then represented by an agent who is played by Adrian Brody, right, who won an Academy Award for Best Actor for The Pianist. And you haven't seen much of him by way of high drama since, frankly.
0: I'm not a big fan uh, of Adrian Birdie, but he's famous in Spain because he like married the prettiest Spanish actress in Spanish magazines.
1: The pianist was extraordinary. And I've nothing seen I've seen him in since was, has been. But I like the character he plays here. But what you like about watching the making of is the other woman who's in it is, oh, shit. She was in Angels. um, um, Hold on. Are we talking
0: about the French Dispatch or the penis? penis? Yes,
1: French Dispatch. Swinton, Swinton, Francis McDormand. Swinton, Francis McDormand. Oh my God. And in the making of it, they give you a glimpse of each of these characters. This is a series of short stories. This is his his dream to do an anthology. And one of the, if I got it right, the clip of the short story that Owen is in is only three minutes long. And so you don't necessarily know because it's about a magazine, it's about the writers of the magazine with Bill Murray as the editor, but the content, the anthology, is different short stories that are in the final-
0: uh... It's released this week.
1: Yes. Yes, huh. and Antlers is the other one, which, oh my God, I was scared
0: watching The Freaking Trail.
1: And it's what they're referring to as high graphic horror. I don't know that I want to
0: watch that. Well, Antlers I mean, is this... an upcoming supernatural horror film directed by Scott Cooper. It follows a school teacher and her police officer brother in a small Oregon town where they become convinced one of their one of her students is harboring a supernatural a supernatural creature. And that's, that's Stars uh, Carrie Russell, Jesse Plemons, Jeremy T. Thomas, Graham Greene, Scott Hayes, Rory Cochran. This is Carrie Russell's first horror film. I've, I I
1: hey, and look at the producer. The executive producer is the famous Spanish director.
0: Guillermo del Toro. Who's Mexican, actually, not Spanish.
1: Oh, he's Mexican? Yeah. He got an Academy Award for Pan, right?
0: I think so, yeah. That makes the del Toro's up. The Guillermo and the... Well, yeah, I
1: saw the making of these two movies back-to-back, so I mixed them up, too, and I thought that del Toro was the director. They gave him so much airtime in the making of that I thought he was the director and I watched it with my son and he said, no, uh, no, 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 no. He's the producer. And and it's interesting to hear the producer say so,
0: say so much about it. Yeah. I don't need to see antlers. That's I'm okay with not seeing that. Huh, I have the two. I'll see that one. I like to get scared. Yeah. i I want uh, to introduce my kids to, I don't know, people my age are showing their kids scary movies in October for Halloween. And I want to show my kids the sixth sense. Ah. which really only anyone can remember like 10 seconds of. So I don't know what the rest of the movie was, it was about, but I've seen uh, it so yeah. many times. That so I-, I want to see that. And then we can talk about it when, when we have, Okay. and then the others is the other one that I
1: want to see. Whew, boy, you're showing your kids, these movies about dead kids. <laughs> are you, are you sure? The others is fucking freaky. But I, but they're, I don't they're know. Both, You're gonna emotionally scar them. But oh, they're, they're ten and eight. Yeah, uh,
0: 12, no. 12, they're 12. both. Both movies are like turns out. Actually, someone you thought was alive wasn't. Like that's the whole premise right. of them. But. I understand your lesson plan. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. The sixth sense is light
1: right. compared to the others. Okay. okay if for good. no other, if for no other reason, that the absolute terror of uh, the mother in the others played exquisitely.
0: Her, um, one of her best performances yes oh god the cool kid it's just it's just too much but listen man i gotta right, go my main reason for showing the others is that it was filmed like 25 minutes drive from where i live and oh, you can go and tour the house then
1: okay so, like, wait until, a day until 14 and 10 <laughs> no i think it might happen sooner anyway we'll all see. right we'll see so make sure that i've okay, got a well, doctor's number
0: doctor's number andy check that and you go. have a reflection in the mirror to make sure you're not dead
1: yes anyway. and with that i gotta go man i and i got no song i got no story i got no joke. i just gotta go Sing me a song. I Got to go.
0: Sing me a song, boy. Sing me a song of of, of the southern, uh, this the southern. Uh,
1: Sweet uh-huh. home Alabama.
0: Well, that's a southern song, yeah. Rocky Mountain High,
1: John Denver. Hey, let's do a John Denver in- an anthology. Let's let's let us begin. You go first. Oh, so you showed me a Joni uh, sent me a Joni Mitchell thing. I couldn't open it on my oh. disreputable freaking. My whole house, technologically, is just pissing me off to the point I'm going to bring a, a geek imp. I've been threatening it. I got a new computer. My computer burnout. out. So I, I, ordered, a new,
0: I ordered a new computer. I'm getting a new computer soon.
1: This is a Lenovo, which, which you know, fun and games. But I got to go. I got to go. It's been fun. It's been a joy. Parting is such sweet sorrow. See you all
0: later. In fact, see you later, alligator. Later. See you in a while, crocodile. Yeah, later, alligator. That's funny. <laughs> alligator, and you say crocodile. Crocodile. All right, that does it for episode number 131. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 131. You can help support the show at patreon.com slash happyhour. We would very much appreciate that. And everybody just uh, take care of yourselves, help each other, help other people. And we'll see you next week.